Welcome to the best class of mascara 2019, in my humble opinion, even though it hasn't happened yet. I'm a fortune teller. Anyway, what a privilege to introduce to you one of my best friends in and out of the business. Um, Amanda Ernest is the epitome of what this company stands for. Um, I know she's going to kill me for saying this. <laughs> Who saw the numbers yesterday on the screen that Nick showed? We have about how many active artists? 8,600? 5,000 are on Amanda's team. That's amazing. I know her numbers sometimes better than she does. <laughs> so I know that. I think you, you probably just crossed over this week, I think. She doesn't know. It's fine. You did. Okay. So Amanda hails from um, San Clemente, California. She's married to Mark. They have five beautiful children, four daughters and a, her precious son, as she always calls him, my son. Um, her parents are here and her husband and family all on this row right here. Do you just want to wave? <laughs> How amazing that they came all this way to support Amanda. I know it really means a ton to her. She told me that earlier. Anyway, today you're going to learn some really cool things from Amanda about leadership, about how to help your follow teach your followers and teach your team. So definitely get out your notebooks. You're going to learn some gems that are going to totally change your business. And uh, thank you, Amanda, for totally changing my life. That was a pretty generous. That was generous. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay, awesome. Changing my life. Okay. What's that? Oh. Okay. Just kidding. Okay, I'm actually thrilled that this room is not all the way full. I told the um, staff, like, just the signal is caca. Like, if I'm going to pass out, that's the signal. Catch me. Yeah. Um, okay, so quick intro. Yes, and I get to use this exciting clicky thing. Um, that's my family right there. <laughs> so, um, my husband, Mark, uh, my oldest beautiful daughter, Madeline, cross country star, Stella, life of the party. We have Lola, Easton, and Hazel. How many of you guys know my Hazel? She's in all my things. Hey, everybody, come on in. Come on in. Hey, hey. So, so this is my family. I'm from San Clemente, California. Have five kiddos. We like going to Disneyland. Thanks to mascara, I've been able to uh, experience some neat things like ride on elephants and, hey, learn how to take a selfie, finally. Um, so I... You know, I had a traditional business for about um, almost a decade, actually, with my mom. And we used to make baby blankets. And I just remember by the time the third baby was born, I realized that this traditional business wasn't really working for me anymore. Not that business doesn't work, just that I couldn't be 8,000 things for everybody. You know, a small business owner has to wear a lot of hats and... So I finally discovered uh, the direct sales business. And I, do we have any moms here? Did anybody bring babies? Are there any babies on the premises? Yes. Okay, 
So I want to share with you guys how I went from sitting in the back corner with a baby over here, dragged to the first event I ever went to, absolutely kicking and screaming. I signed up to go one week before. I had to register on site because registration was already closed. And I thought this was stupid. I'm like, I don't need to go. To I'm not like that into it. I like don't need to go. And you'll hear more about that in a little bit. But I'm going to share with you over the next 40 minutes or so. OK, yeah, I got a little timer here. How I went from sitting in the back, didn't even want to be there, to riding on elephants and enjoying a beautiful taste of the freedom that this, and by the way, you guys see our t-shirts yesterday, our team. That's what we call our team because I love the freedom in so many ways that this business and developing yourself as a leader can uh, give to you. Okay, so um, hold on, we are scrolling. So I hope, I hope that I can give you some clarity, whether you have a big team, a small team, no team, okay, what it means to be a leader. People want to follow leaders. Okay, so whether you have no team members or a million team members, how can you be a leader now to grow your business? So I come bearing secrets. Magic formula. Who wants to know the magic formula? Are you ready? There it is. <laughs> These are the jokes, people. You're supposed to laugh. Okay, this is the magic formula for leadership and for entrepreneurship. Okay, does that kind of make sense? How many of you guys pretty much feel like, yeah, that's right. That's the magic formula. So while there's not one script or formula or perfect thing that you can say or do to make it in your entrepreneur's journey, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do, OK? The first thing, be you. This, I'm going to cry already, OK? So it's because my husband is here. My mother-in-law, my late mother-in-law, used to say this all the time. She used to say, oh, and she was dead serious. And you're like, is she for real? Is she serious? But she totally was. She would say things like, oh, what an honor to be you. What an honor it would be to be you. Just be you. And so I feel like that's one of the best things we can do as leaders is to just be you and all of you. Be vulnerable, relatable, transparent, imperfect. Be real, OK? How many of you guys think that, oh, I'm, I need to be perfect to be a leader? I have to be like them. I have to be there, like Paul was talking about yesterday, instead of being here. You guys ever feel like that? That that's what you have to be? Well, guess what? I'm about to show you a couple of reasons why Kat Fairchild and Sarah Davies didn't join my business the first time I tried to recruit them in another business. And this is going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you, but here it goes. I did that once. That was, that was a post that I did like forever ago, like five years ago, like a spammy, weird post. I just covered up with the monkey the actual product, OK? Yep. I thought that was like the best selfie, you guys. <laughs> I was like, yes, brow game. Look at that red lip popping. 
This is before 3D Foundation, mind you. So, I used to do videos. Before Facebook Live was a thing, I would record videos and upload them to Facebook of me talking about my journey, me talking about my stuff. Then there was this cool app called Periscope, which is actually how I met Kat. And actually, Jackie and a lot of other leaders on my team, it's kind of cool. But um, that was the first live platform I ever kind of figured out. And before that, I would just do these videos. And, and this one started out something like, hey, I'm here to talk. You probably don't care, but whatever. <laughs> so guys, listen. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can figure this thing out, and that's where I started, can you figure this thing out? Trust me, you've never been that bad. Every time you're like, wow, that's a really bad video, be like, no, I saw Amanda's presentation, it's not that bad. I saw one of Amanda's version 1.0 videos. Okay, so the kiss of death in network marketing, for sure, is if somebody says, I can never do that. I can, so that's cool, I can like never do what she's doing, right? Why is that a problem? If people look at what you're doing and they don't relate, you're too perfect, you're too amazing. You're not a real person, that's not what real people do. I can't have success like that, I can't be as pretty as her, okay? You gotta be relatable. Imperfection is power for a leader. It helps everybody relax and it helps them give themselves a break, okay, as they learn and, and grow. I even lost recruits. Lots of times I lost recruits. I mean, how many of you guys lost a recruit to like another company, maybe another team? Maybe one of your customers goes and actually signs up somewhere else. Hey, raise of hands. How many of you guys actually lost a family member recruit? I'm gonna keep my hand up. Yep, distant cousins, distant cousins. But still, lost recruit, actually I asked her like a year later, so like, how come you didn't join my team? I was bummed out. My, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say that that was an easy thing to experience. And she's like, you just seem like you are a little too much of a go-getter for me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess I can live with that. I'll be a go-getter. So. Yes, even losing family members, lose recruits, you guys gotta share that piece of your story. Because what happens if your team is like, she always gets a recruit, man. She always gets the sale. She always gets, what's wrong with me? How come I can't? They have to see that sometimes you don't get it done. You have to see that there's nothing wrong with them. They have to see that, okay? So, all right, here's responsibility number two. Uh, okay, this is gonna be fun. I already got to be uncomfortable for a second. Now it's your guys' turn. If you have something in your hand, set it down, because I'm gonna ask you to stand up. I'm gonna read these things. Not yet. I'm gonna read it. I love how you're just like ready to go. She's like, okay, I'm in, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm gonna read these things and a few more. If you have ever thought to yourself any of these things, this is, these are real quotes from my team. I put up a post in our team group, and there's a lot of people in there, and not every post gets seen by everybody. This post was remarkably popular. 
within a day, there were like over 100 comments. And I said something like, hey, I'm working on my presentation. What are some of the things you guys battle in terms of your thought process and your inner dialogue, right? Um, and so these are some of the things. So go ahead and stand up if, when I read this, you have also felt that yourself. Shay Taylor, you're embarrassing yourself. Regina Stockton, you're not interested in interesting enough. People are tired of hearing and seeing you. You're not creative. The market is too saturated. What made you think you could do this? You have no idea what you are doing. Austell Hoyt. You don't even look like a makeup artist. Miss Tabby Ruiz, love her. At your age, you just don't have the right look. You have too many other responsibilities. Yes. <laughs> okay, a few others. My kid is too wild for me to go live. <laughs> stay standing. Once you're up, I want you to stay up. All right? Oh, hey. Hold on, I'll be right back. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I just saw him down there. Okay, all right. Um, that was Kayla Brienne. Lori, you are annoying. Lori Howard. People will criticize me for being with an MLM, Claire Leedy. Kelly Kepler, the people I know think I'm dumb for doing this. That's a really common one. What if you actually have to talk to someone? You have too much anxiety to talk to people. <laughs> Debbie Bentley, nobody you know is going to want to do this. That's one of my directs, Rhonda. Where's Rhonda at? Raise your hand, Rhonda. There she is. Okay, if you guys just take a moment, just take a moment and look around. Okay, how are you supposed to be a great leader if you don't understand that this is a dialogue on your team? This is the noise. And by the way, when Paul was talking yesterday, one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, four to go is right now for me. I'm like, three to get ready. Three to get ready. Totally freaking out on the inside, okay? Just so you guys know. I've cried four times today. I haven't eaten. I haven't slept for like a week. There's not even that many of you in here. Thank you, okay, okay, okay. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so thoughts are things. I learned that. Well, you guys can all sit down now. <laughs> I'm so bossy. Okay, um, thoughts are things. Thoughts can make or break you in this business, so choose good ones. That's why I love Paul Blanchard's program so much. It's helped my team so much. Your thought process, okay, super duper important. As a leader, you've got to figure out how to navigate your own thoughts so that you can help others how to navigate those, okay? All right. Develop a sense of resiliency. Okay, resiliency. I learned this from Coach Alex. You guys remember the guy who was kind of standing in the back yesterday? One of Paul's elite coaches, actually, is he here? Coach Alex, are you here? No, okay. One of his elite coaches I've been working with for like a year, and I was getting worked up about something one day. I don't even remember what it was. He's like, would you quit 
worrying about and, and like labeling things as like, that's so wrong and I don't understand and this thought process goes and you get upset, right? And you're like, your expectations are not aligned with like the way reality is actually showing up. And he's like, it's not wrong. I mean, some things are wrong, but like this, it just is. It just is. You're a leader. You just got to decide what to do about it. Don't sit here spending energy wondering why this is not aligned with your expectations. That's not helping you. So quit asking what's wrong. Start asking what is. How many of you guys ever get a team member to even yourself, you have a bad day, and you get a voice message or something, oh, everybody hates me. Uh -huh. My post got no likes. I did a party, zero sales, right? This isn't working, okay? You gotta stop asking what's wrong. If you guys are taking notes, write that down. Start asking what is, what do we know? Okay, let's take a deep breath, pause for a moment. And what do you want to do about it? Okay? It's problem solvers. Okay? Victims can't lead. Leaders have to be problem solvers. I've got to shout out my dad for this one. He, he would say to me, say to us all the time, hey, we're complaining about something. Solve the problem. Hey, just solve the problem. Right? Okay, we get up, figure it out. So victims can't lead. Leaders are problem solvers. So don't be a victim. And as a leader, it's your job to inoculate your team, okay? Inoculate your team against this victim's mindset. Inoculate your team against a victim's mindset, okay? How do you do that? You're going to avoid, oh, here we go, and click. Caca, caca. I'm pushing buttons and nothing's happening. <laughs> Thank you. That was the signal. Okay, okay. And that last one, last one, yeah. Nice. Thank goodness. Okay. All right, so avoiding absolutes. Okay, leaders avoid absolutes. Let me get back to my little spot here. Everyone hates me. Everyone's quitting. No one wants to buy my product. My team isn't doing anything. You guys ever heard that before from team members? Let's say, okay, my team isn't doing anything. Let's just use that for an example. Okay, let's are you sure? Like literally nothing. Like nobody has done anything. Probably not, okay? Probably some people somewhere are doing something, okay? So little reality check. Have that long-term vision in mind. Avoid those absolutes. Solve the problems and don't ever be a victim. We could probably go through a whole hour of just a victim's mindset versus a leader's mindset. All right. Number four, team culture, okay? Nurture team culture. And by the way, if you don't have a team member yet, participate in your team's culture, 
Okay, be an active participant in building culture because when you do have a team, you're going to need culture and you're going to want to know how to do it. Okay, be more like a gym owner. I love this. This is, from, this is an example that Ray Higdon gives all the time. How many of you guys know who Ray Higdon is? He's a little intense. He's kind of a guru. Okay, he actually wrote this book called Freakishly Effective Leadership for Network Marketers. And I actually got a lot of our nuggets from this, from that book. I went through, highlighted it and stuff. I think it's awesome. But he always talks about being like a gym owner. If you were a gym owner and you had somebody walk into your gym and he's like all suited up, he's like drinking his smoothie, sweatbands, he's going, maybe he hasn't lost a pound ever since he got his membership a year ago. Guess what? That gym owner is high-fiving him. He is fired up. He is so glad to have that member of his gym there. Be more like a gym or a gym owner. Who cares? Who cares what the results are? Love the person. Okay? Love every team member for where you are at. If he was like, bro, we need to talk about that. You've been coming here for a year. Smoothie, that goes in the trash. You're going on a diet. Like, how, that, guy, would that guy cancel his membership and go find a new gym, probably? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Be more like a gym owner. Okay, how many of you guys have ever been, been, like, walking around your merry little way, and you're, like, having an awesome day, and then all of a sudden, boom, negative message in, like, a group thread, especially those are the worst. Oh my gosh, does anybody have weird customers who do awful things and ruin your lives like I just did? And everybody's like, oh, I was having a good day and now I just feel kind of depressed. Don't be a negative Nancy, okay? Negativity always goes up in network marketing. Don't be that artist that's going to sideline your problems to the artists over here, it's not fair to them. They're having a great day, come on, man. <laughs> okay, don't take it down. Don't take it across. Don't take it to big groups. If you're having a hard day, that's what your sponsor is here for. They are here to help coach you and love on you and support you on your bad days and your good days, okay? Reach up, reach up when you have a hard day. Stay always positive in every other direction. And you want to cultivate a growth mindset as a leader. What do I mean by that? Okay, cultivating a growth mindset is a difference between, here's an example. In your team group, let's say you're doing a recognition post. I had to get reminded of this just the other day. When Cat Bearchild qualified for Cancun, no, not Cancun, Cabo in like 10 days or something crazy. She's like, I know. Where is she at? Is she here? Hey. Ten days, everybody. Ten days. Okay. Knee-jerk reaction is, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. Look at how amazing she is. So untouchable. Unicorn person. Everybody's looking at her like, man, what's wrong with me? So, thanks to an invitation by a team member and reminding me of this principle, um, 
I interviewed Kat later. Let's just open up the whole story here. A lot of times, the recognition posts and things are the result of the growth. That's just a byproduct of the work, which is really what we as a team, as a culture, should be celebrating. Right? Does that kind of make sense? Everybody, look at this beautiful person. She used to not even be able to hit her 900 in sales. She couldn't get a party hostess if her life depended on it. She was a tomboy, not even someone who liked makeup that much, had to learn by watching videos, right? And look at how she's grown. Look at how far she's come. And you celebrate that. You celebrate the growth. You celebrate the journey. You celebrate the whole enchilada, not just look how amazing she is and you're not. Right? Because when you read a, a post like that, that's what most people see. Right? And then you start getting this hideous inferiority complex and stresses people out. Okay? If you want a growth mindset as a leader on your team, learn how to celebrate the growth. Learn how to recognize the hard things, the steps that they're taking, the mountain they're climbing, not just what it looks like from the top. Okay? All right. Responsibility number five, to connect and remind. To connect and remind. How many of you guys ever wondered, how can I motivate my team? Raise your hand. You ever ask that question, what am I supposed to do to motivate my team? Like it's like your responsibility or something. How many of you guys think it's actually your responsibility to motivate your team? That's on you. Okay? A lot of people think that. I personally happen to believe that this is a misguided but well-meaning intention that a lot of leaders have. Okay? So, mythbuster alert. It is not your job to motivate your team. And rather, you are supposed to be there to remind them why they got started in the first place. Why they chose to do this in the first place. Because you didn't motivate them to get signed up, did you? Probably not. It'd be a little, maybe a little nudge. But generally speaking, most of the time, most people sign up because they want to sign up. Is that right? Absolutely. So, it's your job as a leader to figure out that and remind them of that every time they do one of those phone calls of, I'm having a bad day, I want to quit the deal, I'm out of here. You're going to say, no. No, no, no. Remember what you told me the day you signed up? You told me that you needed to have speech therapy for your son. You told me that you wanted to put one of your kids in private school. You already told me that you were tired of pinching pennies at the grocery store. Remember that? Yeah. Are you still tired of pinching pennies at the grocery store? Yes. Are you sure you want to quit the deal? I'm not going to quit the deal. Okay. Let's talk about what is, and let's figure out what we want to do about it then. Okay? So, they have to be self-motivated. And if they are not, you just can't sustain a network marketing business if you are not self-motivated because no amount of everybody who gets active today gets an entry to a Target gift card. Nobody cares. 
They don't, not in the long run. Okay, you got to dig deep, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so I love this quote. The key to success isn't the ability to do the work. It is instead the ability to remember why you started and why it's important to keep at it. If you don't have a team member, remind yourself, share. Share those things with your mentors, with your upline, with sideline buddies, okay, who you're close with. You can help each other. Help each other stay clear on what it is that you're doing here and why, okay? Nine, ten, nine times out of 10, when a person quits this business, it's not because they were not capable of doing the things. Guys, remember when Paul yesterday was telling us about everything that we think as a group and how capable and passionate we really are? Actual science, but why do we fail to do the things? How many of you guys ever say, say to yourself, I know what I need to do. Why am I just not doing it? Raise your hand if you guys ever felt like that. Exactly. That's where leadership comes in. That's where leadership comes in and says, let's go upstream and figure out why you're not doing it. You can't just say to a team member, well, you just have to go live more and call yourself a leader. Are they going to do it? No. Okay, upstream. What do you mean you're not going live? Talk about that some more. Well, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Most of those calls end in tears. I'm like, yes, she's crying her eyes out. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> That's always a good time. Because when you can get to that place where they're actually feeling some emotion, even if it's just you, and you're asking yourself the questions, okay? You have to figure out, why am I not doing the things for real? Let's go upstream. Let's go upstream. Okay, I need to work on my confidence, my whatever. Oh, no! Super caca. What? There, there's email on my screen. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Wait. The whole thing's gone. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, fine. So, you know what? I brought this, okay? What? Is it what? No, no, I don't drink. I don't drink. But actually, my voice is a little cracky. Say Dr. Pepper if I have to be honest. Okay. Okay, so. Um, <coughs> sorry. I'm like losing my voice on this trip, you guys. So if you are not getting results in your business, if your team isn't doing much, I promise you, it is not because you haven't told them what they need to do. I promise you it's not because they don't have an incredible product to sell. I promise you it's not because of a lack of training, right? It's probably because of a lack of clarity as to why they need to do the things and why they're not doing the things, okay? So that's where leadership comes in. Great leadership, I love this quote, Angel Fletcher. She's a super um, successful professional in our industry. I've seen her speak live lots of times. She has a crazy awesome story. But she says, great leadership is a combination of building, nurturing, and loving on people where they are, all the while unlocking the potential that they have. Great network marketing, marketing leaders inspire people to want to do things they normally wouldn't want to do so they can have more, do more, and become more. Okay, so to inspire, 
and to offer clarity and love and support. That's your job, not necessarily to motivate. All right, responsibility. Numero seis, have some vision. So I picked Kara's picture for this one because is there anybody in this company who has a more beautiful vision than Kara? Right? Like what? She's going to, first of all, make this beautiful, beautiful product, A. B, then she's going to just turn it over to all of us. Her baby, her dream, she's going to share that with us. Okay, and she's going to let us actually be a part of this beautiful journey. Okay, she's got a long-term vision in mind. She has this unique and innovative product. It makes women's lives easier. It's affordable. It's great. And it makes a massive impact for people like us to be able to take part in it. So how do we honor that vision? We've got to get clear on our vision for ourselves. Okay, and we've got to help our team members do the same. Okay, so what does that mean? This, this is a little bit, again, about that going upstream thing. So I include, you guys seen these little children's books that have like the little flaps? Like the little peekaboo flaps? So I kind of like to look at what I do and what we do as leaders as kind of like reading one of those little books. And if so, how many of you guys ever made like a vision board or even just wrote out goals? These are the things that I want, okay? It's cool. It's a great exercise. A lot of times, the things that people end up putting on boards like that are very transactional things. And what I mean by that are like surface level things. Like on my vision board, the first time I ever made one like five years ago, which, by the way, I thought was really dumb, I'm like... I'm not in second grade. I don't need to make a poster board with pictures on it, OK? <laughs> Version 1.0 of Amanda Ernest was a good time, OK? Let me tell you. She was a good time. But I eventually made this board, and there was some cool stuff on there, like a Disney cruise. Um, I had like hair and nails on there. Um, what else did I have on there? Anyway, just what's that? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Rhonda. I really just wanted a new couch. That was before I even had the board. Signed up for my first company because I just wanted to get the stuff in the kit for cheap, and I thought maybe I could make enough money to get a new couch for myself because there's, like, boogers and stuff online. Five kid problems. I'm like, this couch is gross. So what I started to learn, though, as my team grew and as I started learning more about leadership and about myself, I thought, hey, Every single one of these surfacey things on this board, there's actually more behind that stuff. So as a leader, it's your job to help lift up those flaps for a person. When somebody says to you, I signed up because we want to go on a Disney cruise. Cool. Um, tell me more about that. Why do you want to go on a Disney cruise for? Oh. Hmm. I don't know right? Uh, it, ends up being, it ends up sounding a lot like, well, I want to make lasting memories with my family. Uh, I want to spend time together uninterrupted. Uh, I want to see the world, and I want to bring my family to do some cool stuff. 
that trip with the elephants, or that uh, picture with Mark and I and the elephants, that was totally on my vision board, okay? But it wasn't necessarily about elephants. You guys kind of see what, what I, where I'm going here? So your conscious mind will totally take you to the surface, to the transactional. But it takes leadership to open up those flaps and ask, why is your conscious mind telling you, go get a mani-pedi? You want that. Your conscious mind is like, you want to go get a mani-pedi. Or guilt-free, it doesn't even have to be Mother's Day. You can go get one. Okay, or you want to take a trip, or you want to do whatever. There's a reason why in your subconscious that your brain is telling you to go do some of that stuff and that you want some of that stuff. And as a leader, you got to figure out why, okay? So a person's original why, the vision, actually becomes, okay, your Disney cruise, what that really is, is spending time with your family. Ah, developing meaningful relationships for your children to be together, have cool memories, see the world. Okay, so that becomes the real why. And then why do you want to do that? Even upstream farther. Raise your hand if you know, for this example, why do you want that time? Why do you want those memories? Why do you want those experiences and relationships for your family? Why? Life is short. Why else? Make memories for your family. I heard it over here. You love them. You see what just happened there? So as a leader, your job is to go as far upstream with a person's reason for being here as you possibly can until you get to love and joy and abundance and service and making an impact. Because those are the things that make a person start to cry. Okay? And there has to be something like that that you can draw upon because it's, all of that noise is too loud. It's too loud. If you don't have something rock solid that is so moving that actually brings you to tears just talking about it, it's too loud. The noise will win and you will quit the business. You will not reach your goals and you'll have team members leave. It's the truth. Okay? So, um, let's see. Oh, the trip for your teenager. Madeline's here. Uh, that was one of my examples. The trip for her, that was something I wanted to do. This is something that this business provided for her. We made her pay for like half of it. But without this business, we wouldn't have been able to send Madeline to like a really cool humanitarian trip in South America this summer. Why did I want her to go there? Okay, upstream, 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 upstream. Cool, see the world. Cool, be independent. Cool, work hard and earn it. Cool, because I love her. I wanted that for her. Okay, every time I have a bad day, I want to quit the deal. I got to remember that. Okay, so, ooh, this is fun. I get to use a new button. Okay, let's see if I can do this right. Where's my pointer? There we go. This is like, how many of you guys kind of have your mascara journey on like a, like a given day look like this? This is like, I don't even really know how to read. My dad could read this for us. I don't. All I know is that that's going up and down a lot. And that's how I feel most days. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that just means we're like 
right, right? So like, so like right here, you're like, yay, I got a sale. And then you're like, oh no, she hates the makeup. <laughs> and then you're like, it's cool, I got a coaching call in, I feel great, I discovered my why, I was crying. And then you're like, oh no, I forgot, I, I still want to quit the video, I need to go, okay, let's get back on a call again. You know what, you're like here, down, 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 oh no. What are some other oh no's? Shout them out. Oh no, I got a return. Oh no, nobody liked my video. Lene. Oh, I lost a teammate, dang it. Nobody showed up to your party. My own sister and my own mother didn't show up to my first party. They forgot. Mom's running in, huh, did I miss it? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Becca walks in, she's right there. Becca walks in, she's like, hey, where's the cinnamon rolls at? Because I made cinnamon rolls. That was a mistake, by the way. Anyway, we could talk about parties another day. But anyway, okay, now, this is you today, this is you on a regular day, right? Up, down. Okay, this is you, this is a real, this is a real journey, okay? You are here. You are here. Mascara is here. As a leader, you've got to get this. This is Amazon from day one, worth zero dollars, their stock. It's up to $1,917, okay, over the course of their entire journey. And honestly, their journey is not even that long, okay? We have not been here that long, you guys. You have not been here that long. This is a career. This is a career where the people who can really figure this thing out, people who really show up, make more money doing this, impact more lives, thousands upon thousands of people all over the world. This is a noble profession. People go to college, people go to grad school to figure out how to be lawyers or get an MBA. They give themselves seven years just to get out of school. And Mark still didn't know how to be a lawyer when he got out of school. <laughs> right, Mark? Yeah, baby. Okay? So I get people who show up and they're like, I signed up last month and I just am really not, I don't think this is going to work for me. I'm like, lady, you just got here. <laughs> they don't give themselves enough grace. Oh, I got to go. We're all finished. Oh, good. This is perfect. Yay. I'm almost in perfect time. I just noticed. Okay. You see how my thought processes are gone? All right, Coach Alex loves when my analytical comes out. All right, so build beliefs. This is the last one. Quick, first conference I ever went to right there. There's baby Hazel. There she is. I told you I was up here. I didn't take a single note, drag kicking and screaming. I did take a picture, okay? Build belief. you got to fill up your belief tank. Third conference I ever went to by myself. How many of you guys are here by yourselves? And when I say that, I mean no downline with you. Not a single downline. Yes. Yes. First conference, I had a couple of team members. Second conference, I had like a few more. I'm like, this is cool. Third conference, nobody was with me. I went by myself. But I still went because I never 
I never miss an opportunity to fill up my belief tank. You cannot miss these things if you want to be on a stage like this. You have to make it a priority. Okay, you have to build your own belief. Now, how many of you guys like don't have that awesome belief in yourself? Raise your hand. Absolutely. That was me. That's me kind of every day. I got to show up at stuff like this. Okay, my very first sponsor ever, he believed in me. One of my mentors, one of my best customers now, Lisa Cox, she believed in me. Coach Alex. Okay, one of my mentors. There are people who believe in you even if you don't believe in yourself, okay? Your mascara artists, your mentors, Kara, your customers, your team, your sidelines. Borrow it until you have it enough for yourself, okay? Your family believes in you. Your kids believe in you. Borrow that until you have enough of your own. Come to these and borrow that from me, from Kara, from everybody in this room, from your family, from mentors online, gurus, books. Borrow it until you have enough. Okay? And don't do this thing for those who said you couldn't. Do this for you and for those who said you could. Thank you for being here.